Welcome back, everybody, to a new episode of Cinema Small Talk. I'm Pat. And I'm Matt. Welcome back. And with today, we're going to talk about some major film franchises, uh, some of the ones that we all like, um, Matt and I, that are some of the major, big tentpole movie franchises that have been around. Some have been around for absolute decades. So, and in that time, some have gotten better, some have gotten worse, others have faded into obscurity. You so, might even say the good, the bad, and the ugly. You could say that, but I wasn't going to because I'm not an asshole. It's the name of the damn episode. Is it though? I th- we're naming it that now. Oh, are we? Okay. Yes. Well, I'm glad, thank you for consulting me on that one, Matt. You're welcome. So, my Matt, pleasure. seen anything good lately? Um, we saw, my wife and I saw The Ice Storm, um, directed by Ang Lee. Um, he's 87, a Kevin Klein, Sigourney Weaver, a young Elijah Wood, a young Tobey Maguire, young, um, oh my God, I, uh, Christina Ricci. There we go. Really? 87? Yeah. I was yeah, yeah, a year yeah. old. Um, I, I want to say it was 87. Um, we saw it. Um, that sounds, it, that almost sounds too old. It's on Hulu right now. Really? Um, we, um, so it's about a, uh, family in upstate new york i want to say um kind of going through some family kind of going through some family issues some turmoil and whatnot um the husband's having an affair um the wife knows there's depression the kids are give a fuck all they're uh you know it's it they're in the age of um sexual exploration so there's like two families involved there's like shit going on everywhere um did I say 87? You said 87. I'm going to say 97. Yeah. Okay. Whoopsie daisy. Yeah. Infants. Infants Christina Ricci. Uh, yeah, yeah. Really. <laughs> I they, she was, in 87, she was probably like five. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, yeah. Directed by Ang Lee. Um, there's an ice storm that hits this town over Thanksgiving weekend. Tony, Toby McGuire plays a young college kid coming back into town to be with his family. Um, there's comic books involved. So that might, might get you to watch it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's Spider-Man, I think, actually. No, it's not. It's Fantastic Four. I wish it was Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire because he's the one reading the comics. <laughs> that would have yeah. been great. But yes. no, it's um, Fantastic Four. Anyway, has nothing to do with the movie. Um, that was a great movie, though. Great. Um, kind of like a little family drama um, set in a great, great atmosphere. The weather, because it's called the Ice Storm, so there's an ice storm that actually happens in the movie, and it kind of creates this great atmospheric tension throughout the entire film that only happens, if, especially if you're a veteran of the the uh, the northern wilds like we are. Yeah, yeah. You more so than I am. Minnesota's yeah. a lot different than New Jersey. Yeah. But, uh, I, yeah, I've not seen that one, so maybe it's uh, it's on worth, Hulu. worth a watch. It's on Hulu. Yeah, that's, like one of the only, that's one of the streaming services I do not have. You can Speaking, get it for, like, free with Spotify. Yeah, well, maybe. Speaking of streaming services, uh, you just got a new one that just uh, released. Yeah, correct? so um, so it might be ancient news by the time you hear this, but uh, the Criterion Channel just dropped. Um, uh, last year, Filmstruck folded. They were the the homes of the Criterion Channel at the time. I think uh, Warner Media op- uh, owned them. They closed them because Warner was going to be opening their own streaming service. Um, so Crit- Criterion went and said, okay, we're, we're going to do our own thing. Um, so that launched, and... Uh, yeah, there's there's tons. There's all of the Janus film collection. So the Bergman, Kurosawa, Tarkovsky, um, Cassavetes, a lot of the classic stuff. Some of the more contemporary too, like Jarmusch is on there. David Lynch, um, and it's all curated. So you do not have like algorithms like Netflix or Prime, where it's like, hey, you watch this. We think you might like this. It's like, so like Friday nights they do. Here's a double um, a double feature. Here's two films. 
that you should watch together because you're going to see things in both films that are similar um, or this film is an antithesis to this film, um, vice versa. And you've got film people that are like film writers, film critics actually picking these movies that suggesting for you to watch. Okay. Um, they have a whole section on like Colombian noirs, like all these 1950s and 60s film noir stuff. Um, it's great. So um, it's old classic, new classic, uh, foreign cinema, art house cinema, experimental cinema. So I love it. I'm not sure if you're too into that stuff or not, but uh, maybe some of some of the uh, the Kurosawa stuff actually for me would almost be worth uh, signing up for it, or you giving me your login for it, which I think is should I though? I mean, should. I will give you my I, HBO now if you give me your uh, Criterion collection. All right, we'll talk about we'll, it. We'll discuss. We've got to watch these movies though, because I'll start recommending yeah, shit like yeah. Stalker. That's three hours of oh, Russian sci-fi where there's next to no dialogue. I also just had a thought. Um, I think we need to start a counter for every time that the name Jim Jarmusch is mentioned on this podcast. Maybe. I think every single one we've done so far, he's been mentioned. Possibly. Probably not the MCU one. Um, uh, it would be great if you got an MCU film. Honestly, we'd have to go back, but you probably did at some point. Um, yeah, that would be great. Um, uh, I'm thinking right now a Jim Jarmusch MCU film in my head right now. Or Star Wars film. Uh, yes, I want a Star Wars Jarmusch film where he just is like focuses on some random person on Coruscant. He can do the Broom Boy uh, sequel. That, no, I don't uh, want Broom Boy. Fuck Broom go. Boy. <laughs> um, I want some random window cleaner on Coruscant. Oh, like a janitor s- from the Death Star. How I want to see a small adventure uh, with that man where he finds that he might have a daughter on another planet and he needs he doesn't no idea who the mother could be. He was a, he's a former stormtrooper, sowing yes. his wild oats back in the day. Exactly. This he's is like, actually a broken some lady because contacts him. He's like, you have a, you, it's your daughter, huh? What? It's you actual, burned down my town. Have you seen Broken Flowers, Bill Murray? Uh, so the premise is he gets a letter. Who, so, who are you talking to? He gets here? a letter um, saying that you know you're you're a dad. You have a kid. Um, I can't remember if it's from the son or not, but he has no idea like who the mother is, and so he kind of goes back with his past relationships, a little like like high fidelity, except you know more kind of. You know, Bill Murray esque with the with the comedy, it's it's fantastic. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking of Stormtrooper, man. You know, you get around the galaxy. Who knows I what? Kind of sold on that idea. Not gonna lie. Went it, and then so it's like you see the small, you see the small day to day stuff that happens in the Star Wars universe. What happens these when they wake up? It doesn't always have to be the, the end sh- of the galaxy kind exactly. of stuff. You the, know? Sh- the shower in the morning. What do they drink for coffee in the morning? I think that would work well as a TV series. You know, get some random limited shows, series. just, you know. A limited series. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, no, yeah. actually, no, I think a movie. Give me an hour and a half of that, and I just want to see what the life of a random schmuck in Star Wars universe is like. Not set on some random, like, desert-ass weird shit. Just no more deserts, please. It's I, The trailer for the next one is like, man, this better not be another new desert planet. It's like, go to Iceland at least. There's a lot that's of like, other, like, Hoth. beautiful. Not, no, not Iceland. Think of, like, Interstellar. Yeah, and, okay. and the beginning scenes of Prometheus, that kind of volcanic sand and yeah, all that kind of stuff. The first scene of Prometheus, where the guy falls off uh, the cliff when he like oh, kills Prometheus himself. Prometheus will be mentioned again. So, yeah. Speaking of which, that kind yes. of ties nicely into our main topic it of the does. day: these uh, these film franchises, as we like to call them, mm-hmm. um, that kicked off with a uh, maybe a classic film or a film that just did bonkers at the box office that's well loved, and we're like, you know what? We're gonna make a shitload more of these. And we're, and gonna we're gonna pound make... it into the fucking dirt. Yes, in some are. cases. And sometimes uh, we're gonna elevate it into the clouds. Yep, exactly. And uh, until the angels sing, 
Well, uh, let's let's get started right, right then. You mentioned Alien, so let's go with the Alien franchise. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, sure. You know, the first one came out in, what, was it 79? Yes, because it's the 40th anniversary. Because That's right. Because the okay. 4K yes. Blu-ray is coming out uh, pretty soon. If you haven't ordered yet, do it. It's only like 13 bucks on Amazon. Bad, actually. But um, um, yeah, that came out in 1979, directed by Ridley Scott. Um, perfect. Scorny Weaver, Chris Christopherson, amongst others. Harry um, Dean Stanton. Yes. Um, phenomenal movie, obviously. Instant classic. Perfect blend of sci-fi, horror, uh, creature horror, suspense. Um, the art direction. Yeah. It, the, the movie is, is, is incredible and obviously spawned a massive franchise that's been going on for 40 years now. Alien, granted, it was R-rated at the time. I'm right. not sure how much it actually did box office-wise, um, but it definitely warranted enough to do a sequel. I would argue with Alien that to kick off the franchise, Alien was good, but I would say the success of Aliens after it is what really was like, yes, this is now a re- legitimate franchise. Space Marines, man. Come on. You, you get everyone with Space Marines. It took me a long time to watch Aliens. Um, I only saw it in the last five years, but man, that's some good shit. I know, they're, like I said, they're reissuing uh, the original Alien this year. I can imagine Aliens is coming back soon because I know Cameron's starting to release some more of his older stuff right. now, finally, on Blu-ray. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing that again. But, no, you got, Alien, you got Aliens roll out, and then um, I actually, I must admit, I have not seen, was it Alien Cubed? Alien, oh, Alien 3? Yeah. Cause That's they, the, the, the Fincher one? Is that the one where they put the three on the top of the end? Yes, it yes, Alien it is. Cubed. Alien Cubed, yes. Um, um Alien, Aliens, uh, incredible films. Uh, yes. I, I like Aliens more, obviously, because, mm-hmm. you know, it's just me. I like action movies and sci-fi and stuff like that. So, um, love those first two. Alien 3 was very, very different. It's I forget Fincher directed it. I love yeah. Fincher's movies, but yeah. I've not seen it. I need to see it. Um, would, uh, you'd, probably, you'd probably like it. Yeah. It's, uh, more than, than most other people seem to. And um, then we have, um, what's after that? Resurrection. Alien Resurrection, which was pretty bad. Alien 3 actually is not bad. It's just different. Okay. And, I need to watch it. But um, Alien Alien Resurrection was not a very good film. I Actually, I remember vaguely enjoying it as a kid uh-huh. uh, when I first saw it. But um, it really, doesn't really hold up. I remember like, Ron Perlman's in that too. He's actually pretty cool in that movie. But... um. Yeah, that, that 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 kind of almost killed the franchise for a few years. Because um, yeah. really, Scott, he did the first one. He didn't do anything else up until the aforementioned uh, uh, Prometheus. I'm just thinking now, it's like you had three films in that franchise. The first three directed by Ridley Scott, James Cameron, yeah. and David Fincher. I know, I know. It's kind of nuts. It is, it is. And then, you know, he comes back... Um, to direct Prometheus, which is an alien movie, but isn't at the same time. You know, I know you're a big fan it's of, the, of that movie. Film. It's a movie. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Yes. Um, but I'm not crazy about the Prometheus. I really, okay. I know so, you liked it. I, I like me some Prometheus. Um, I do not like me some end of Prometheus. Um the last bit where Charlize Theron's character uh, bites it because she can't uh, make a left or a right turn. Yeah. Um, just is like, come on. I I know you got dumb scientists and they've kind of always played a role in the Alien franchise a little it bit. It was here egregious in that movie, though. It, it was egregious a little bit, but it was bad at the end. And 
I mean, there's some great horror though. That the whole, um, what would you call it, where they extract the alien child from her womb yeah. in the pod? Yeah, that was some. Oh man, watching it's tough to keep your eyes on the screen. I love it. Um, I love again the art direction, H.R. Geiger's uh, artwork, and incorporated that was the design is great. great. It's beautifully like shot. That. The score was the score was fantastic. Yeah. Um, so I I happily rewatched Prometheus many a times. Um, now it's follow up Alien Covenant, I ha- which I have not seen. I've only watched it once. Okay. A lot of people are like, if you like Prometheus, you're like Covenant. I kind of, ugh, I did not like it really at all the first time I saw it. Um, I'm not sure why, but um, you know, we can do spoiler warnings here. But honestly, this podcast doesn't give a shit about spoilers. Yeah, so. really. You're, don't don't come here from that for that shit. Yeah. Um, but then again, you haven't seen it, so I don't want to spoil Spo- it. I I have. Oh, interesting. I, I wasn't crazy about Prometheus. Okay, so uh, the Numi Rapice character yeah. doesn't even appear except for her corpse. And so That's that whole shit. story is very, like, they left out a so lot of... that first movie. We're just going to go on and, and do our own thing now? Kind of. Um, Man, I just... I, it fell flat as far as advancing the alien story. It did set up a pretty cool um idea with, with uh, the David android... um you know, with a ship full of human clones and the alien embryo and, you know, all, you know, all of time to figure out what to do with them. Right. That's a pretty cool way to end it. Um, I didn't love it. So, and the other thing we want to touch on with this topic is like, so we have franchises we love. How do we come to terms? And this will come into play more so, especially for me later. How do we come to terms with some of these franchises that we love, like turning yeah, taking a turn for the worst. Turning, I mean, yeah, it's it's like, hey, there's a new movie. alien movie. Whereas at one point it was like, oh god, yes, new alien movie. Now it's like, there's a new alien movie. It's like, eh. it didn't even do well, um, if I recall, in the box office. Well, neither did Prometheus. It's because they're rated R and they're sci-fi horror. I mean, find right. the last sci-fi horror that did well at the box office. True, true enough. But I know critically, even um, Alien Covenant was not the best received um, film. In yeah, that franchise. I, I know, and you know, it's one that you know, it's you get the diehard fans that you're either a fan of this or you're a fan of, or you're not. And I was a fan of Prometheus. I thought I was gonna like it much more than I did. I was really bummed by Covenant. Um, so yeah, this is a franchise that I hope that I hope someday can kind of get off the Schneid. And uh, I know there's all talks about Ridley Scott maybe doing completing this prequel trilogy. Um, I mean, the the movie had a, a ninety seven million dollar budget. Yeah. It grossed in the in the U S. at least it grossed seventy four million dollars. Okay, worldwide two hundred forty million dollars. So it made its budget back. Yeah, maybe most of its marketing budget back. So it, it maybe netted them slight profit for the yeah. studio. And it's with Disney now too. So that's true. That's true. Um, so will we see another one? I, I don't think so. I don't know if I want another one. I mean. Yeah. They they did leave it, at, they left the story at a good spot where they could finish it off right. and t- tie it finally back into Alien. Um, maybe. I, I'm willing to give it a shot. I would like to see, it sounds crazy, but I'd almost like to see someone besides um, Ridley Scott direct it. I don't disagree with that. Uh, was it Neil Bump, uh, Blumkamp was supposed to... Uh, <laughs> Bump, Bumpkin. 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 Yeah, Blumpkin. Neil Blumpkin was supposed to do it. That's my that's my favorite director. No, Neil Blomkamp was supposed to uh, kind of resurrect the Alien franchise, but that never came to fruition. Um, basically, because really Scott came and was like, nope, I'm going to do it now. Bye, fuck off, Blumpkin. 
I hope someday one of us is given the opportunity, like if we were like ever actually talking movies, like on some panel show or something like that, and that came up, just say it with the most deadpan, like serious tone. Like, I I can't wait for the next Neil Blumkin movie. (laughs) (laughs) I totally would. You know me. I I would absolutely do that. Just be like, what? Neil Blumkin, right? Like, it's it's pronounced Blumkamp. Be like, you sure I'm about that? You better check your facts because I'm pretty sure it's not. Pretty sure I heard he prefers Blumkin. <laughs> Who doesn't? Um, <laughs> all right. Um, well, I think that segues into our next, not Blumkins, <laughs> but Alien franchise, that is. Okay. Segues into our next franchise involving an alien from outer space, want to kill everything, and that would be a Predator. Nice. Predator. Um, wow, what a classic movie. One of my favorite movies of all time. Mine too. Uh, oh. t- again, top 20. So, uh, you know, I'm not talk too much about the original because most of these originals are classic. So yes, it is it is sci-fi horror slash military action slash amazingness. Arnold Schwarzenegger, one-liners everywhere. It's incredible, incredible cast, incredible, incredible writing. Um, I, Shane Black. I want. I'm tied. I'm I'm torn between. I want a shirt that either has a silhouette. Of Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger's handshake. Yes, the ultimate mid-air arm wrestle. Yes. It is one of the greatest scenes of cinema history. I want a shirt like yes. that. Or I want a shirt with a quote that says, Goddamn sexual Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> with your man Jesse Ventura, uh, former Minnesota. My governor. former governor, yes. Yes. That was his inaugur in his inauguration speech, by the way. You've elected a goddamn sexual Tyrannosaurus as governor. Did he actually say that? No. Oh God. I was gonna say I wish he did. No, I, I wish Jersey. All, all we got is like corruption and political scandals and all that bullshit. Nothing really fun. Yeah. Um, we don't elect wrestlers. We elect, you know, fat fucks like Chris Christie. <laughs> Where's his pants high? Oh, it was terrible. Um, saw him at the airport uh, last time I went up to Jersey. I'm not, no, no, I'm not even lying. On the way back here to Nashville, he was on the same flight. That's, that's nice. Quick little aside. Cool. Um, no, Predator, um, Recently watched the 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 two main sequels to this because um, I bought the the Predator triple pack on Blu-ray. Okay, so watch Predator Two, uh, Danny Glover. I, I, I enjoy that one. It's a good movie. It's, it's a I, very good movie. It's, it works because it's such a different setting. Yes, entirely different cat. Like yeah, if you're gonna, but it makes sense. Yes, it does. Yeah, it's very good. Um, who was the oh, Gary Busey? That's Danny right. Boy. Um, who was uh, Danny Glover's partner in that? Um, Played, who was Bill that? Paxton was in it. Paxton. That's right. Yeah. And then there's the um I don't know his name, but the Hispanic guy and then the the other lady. Yeah. But it actually it like it did a lot to like further the lore of Predators. Especially at the end there. Yeah. The, the trophy room. I was oh man, that was great. And then you saw the alien skull and then uh-huh. everyone was like, What the fuck? Like you gotta do a crossover. Mm-hmm. And then they did. Yeah. And what did we get? Well, before then, wasn't it Predators? No, we got we got A V P first. A V P. The first A V P movie. Um and then, or maybe even gotten the two AVP movies because I think they did a sequel to that. And then we had Predators, and then we have just the most recent one was what the Predator? Yeah. Or was it? Did you see Predators? Yes. What do you think? You know what? I mean, I didn't hate it. It was a good premise. I, I love the actually. I, that's my favorite part about it. I love the fact that they're just like you know what these guys look like. They're good killers. Let's pluck them, put them on our little hunting planet, our little re- hunting retreat. Mm-hmm. And see what happens. They'll let they'll they'll hunt each other. We'll hunt them. It'll be a good time by all. We'll get some skulls out of it. You know, good good time. I um I 
one thing bothers me about that movie more than anything. Adrian Brody drives me nuts. <laughs> so miscast. Yeah, yeah. I so know miscast going with that. that accent. Yeah, just him in general. Um, man, creepy Topher Grace. That one. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Crazy and Lawrence Fishburne. Crazy Lawrence Fishburne and um, uh, Walter Scoggins. Uh, yes. Playing no, the, um, Wal- Walton. Walton Scoggins? Scoggins. It's not Walter? No, it's not Walter. It's Walton. Okay. My bad. Sorry, Walton. Good job. You offended Walton Scoggins. He'll never come on our show now. Good job, Matt. Fuck. Especially for that Tomb Raider sequel. Oh, no. <laughs> they he, are he, making another one. Yeah. Although I think he died in that. I can't remember. Anyway, um, yeah, Predator's... Yeah, forget it. Um, But uh, the Predator, by the time we had all of this, by the time we got to the Predator... It was like, okay, it's Shane Black directing. The cast seemed pretty good. Right. It's like, if this... But for me, Predator franchise had gotten to the point where, like, I need great reviews. Yes. I need good buzz. I need good feedback from fellow fans for me to go see this in the theater. And didn't get any of that. It sounded like a mess. Yeah. Um, I think there was a lot of studio interference on that one. Yeah. No good. It's yeah, just... That's never a good sign. So, I'll catch it someday. Like, that's a movie I would absolutely watch if it were on one of the streaming uh, services, I'd be like, oh, okay, I'll check that out. You know, why yeah. not? I I love the idea of the Predator. I love, the first two movies are so good. Predators is okay. Um, the concept is always great. Aliens who come here to hunt. Mm-hmm. You know, they're an advanced species, but they're still hunters. Yep. That's what they do. Um, but the execution has not been good. So this is a prime example of a franchise that hasn't really gotten better uh, since it, it's inception really right um again solid first two movies and then it's kind of gone further downhill after yeah. that i think would be uh you know safe to say yep. um, kind of like with with aliens um yeah. but then again people's opinions vary more on on prometheus and alien covenant than i'd say alien 3 and alien resurrection which most people do not like alien 3 i, I could go either way with, with a lot of people but alien resurrection is most for the most part is not well regarded mm-hmm. by fans or critics. So, right. well, uh, let's move on. What's the next franchise is up for the next slaughter? Franchise would be. Um, let's go into Jurassic Park. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna oh, go we're for going, this. We're going right for it. God. Okay. All right. So, um, we haven't c- covered this yet, but Jurassic Park is my favorite film of all time. I uh, saw it when I was six years old. My first movie in a theater. I um, I was scared to death watching it, and I loved every second of it. Uh, I've seen that movie probably at least a hundred times. I can recite that most likely word for word. Uh, love all the lore around it. Love the book. Um, love the aesthetic that Spielberg achieved. Love the jungle. Just loved. Um, I love the. Surprisingly enough, I love the idea of a functioning park. I love that opening bit. I love that movie up to the Tyrannosaur attack is is perfect. It, it really is. Um, the setting, the score. It's it's anticipation. It's hope. It's wonder. And then it's, it's terror. Perform- it's performances. And then it's just terror. Yeah. Um. So, it does not let up. At one, once, once shit hits the fan, the storm hits, power mm-hmm. goes out, and then it's like a twenty-five minutes where the storm hits. Yes. It do, it does not slow down. Does not take the pedal off the gas at, for the whole rest of the movie. Yep. You're and, you're in a, you're in a constant heightened state of tension, but not like not too much to where it becomes tiring yes. or exhausting. But it always keeps you wanting to know what's happening next. You're on yep. the edge, literally on the edge of your seat the whole time. To 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 use a very tired phrase, but 
Yeah, it's 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 a perfect film. Yeah. So um, that was followed up by the Lost World Jurassic Park. Um, Spielberg asked Crichton, like, you got to write a, a sequel uh, to this because we got to make another movie. And so it's a funny story where it's not um, it's not a franchise or a story where the sequel already existed. Uh, Crichton actually wrote it. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, it was. I I still enjoy the Lost World. I really wish the bit at the end of San Diego or at the end of the movie with San Diego where the train is in San Diego, not in the book, wish it wasn't there. Right. Um, unnecessary. But the time they're on the island is great. You're on a different island. They shot it in a different, they shot this one in California in the Redwood Forest. So you have a completely different vibe because it's a different island. It's right. great. Um, Goldblum's back to, to whoop all the ass. Great cast. Pete Postlewaite, it's amazing. Um, a young um, Vince Vaughn. Yes. In a non-comedic role. Yeah. Um, it's great. So um, I, I generally enjoy that very much. It's always the second go-to in this franchise. Uh, then comes Jurassic Park 3. I actually so, enjoy Jurassic Park 3. So again, th- this this Jurassic Park is, is my baby. Yes. Um, Jurassic Park, I saw uh, The Lost World when it came out opening night. I lined up in my small podunk hometown uh, with my friends to go see it. That was great. Jurassic Park 3, I saw on opening day. My dad took me out of school. Um, nice. Yes. Uh, we saw it the biggest screen we could, and uh, I was all in on that movie until one scene. Which was? You can guess. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. They killed the fucking T-Rex 20 minutes into the oh, fucking that's right. movie. That's right. Snapped its neck. They snapped the hero of the goddamn franchise's yeah. neck in front of everyone. That movie from that point on was a pile of garbage. Were you it just like? Is. Were you just like in the red the whole it's time still, after it's, that movie? It's still bullshit. It's 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 bullshit. And yes, I still I get pissed thinking about it right now. <laughs> so you have the, you have the pterodactyl scene, Tronodon, whatever they are. That's really good. That's actually from the first book, for the most part. Okay. That, that, that aviary attack. Um, that was good. The Spinosaurus is a good is good um, evil dinosaur, but I think they could have coexisted with the Tyrannosaur. I, I know what they were trying to do. Like, hey, we need. They're trying to up the game. Yeah, you didn't need to up it. You no. already had the great. No. You already you had, had, you had the a, ultimate apex predator. Like what everyone, when everyone thinks of a dinosaur, they think of a T Rex. And no one goes to a Jurassic Park movie wanting to see the T Rex get killed, right? Um, and all that crap. So then, um, rightfully, I, the Fran that that movie underperforms, right? I I would consider that a guilty pleasure movie. Yeah, if you like back it. Back to a, t- a topic we've discussed in the past. I didn't mind it. I didn't take the Tyrannosaurus dying as hard as you apparently. Yeah, it it was the worst. <laughs> Uh yeah, uh, you know, I know cuz how much that 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 franchise means to you that why you would take it so hard. But the the raptors were were without teeth. Yeah. And not literally uh, obviously, but it's like they they only killed one dude. Yeah. Um, a bit neutered. Yeah, especially at the end. You yeah. always have this fantastic raptor showdown at the end of every Jurassic Park movie and what happens is it's kind of like a lightsaber fight in Star Wars, right? Yeah. You, that's um, you, you that's kind of why you're there. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, you get, and it's just like, oh, here's your eggs. Now, now uh, fuck off. <laughs> here's your eggs. Now, fuck off. Pretty much, right? Yeah. Um, and it's just so underwhelming. And then you yeah. get the military showing up on the beach, and it's all weird. And it's like it literally ends right there. Um, so no, no more. And so rightfully, that franchise is that franchise goes for goes away time. for a while. And there's yeah. always talks of a fourth movie. But as a fan of as a fan of the franchise as I am, I was always kind of like, we don't necessarily need this. I, don't, I really don't care if we ever get another one. Um, but we got another one. Jurassic World 2015, man. Yes, we did. The vastly financially successful 
Jurassic World. The fourth largest grossing movie in uh, history? Yeah. Wow. I I don't see it. I'm, we saw that in the theater together. I remember when it came out. Yeah. And So here's the deal. Yeah. So you go on with this. So at this point, we can throw a critic reception out on this franchise for oh, me. Definitely. <laughs> um. So Jurassic World, the reason I feel it had a lot of success is you have a franchise that in this movie gave what diehard fans wanted to see for a long time. That was a working park. A working park kind of envisioned like it was in Crichton's novel. Yeah. Um, with the hotel. Crichton's novel went a lot into like what the lodges were like what the hotels and stuff were like. You can be more descriptive, though, in, in, in a book and kind of have that sort of no, you can. bluff in there. And and I understand why that wasn't in the first movie, but now we see it. We see all that. Um, and so that made a lot of fans happy. The The new dinosaur was pretty, was pretty um, badass. I liked it. The reasoning behind it was kind of dumb. Uh, you got some dumbass humans. Stupid um, fucking kids. You know, I, I know you think I hate all hey. children in every single movie. I don't, but those kids were awful. Do you want? Do you want something? A fun fact before Avengers Endgame. Sure. Ty Simpkins, the kid, the small kid of the two. Don't forget, he's in Endgame. Doing what? He was the kid in Iron Man three. He's in Endgame. He was supposedly the casting news came out like a long time ago. He was going to be in Avengers four. Yeah, but he's he, if anything, he won't have a, a big part. I hope he's dusted. That'd be great. I'd actually enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah, well, if they uh, announced casting news, I mean, that's something. Yeah, I, Gotta, I hope he's like... But anyway, those those kids... I hope he's a star. Those kids detracted from that movie for me so much. They It was just the reason to have screaming people all the time. For me, the kid stuff was... I like the Dominus Chase where they jump off the waterfall. That that, that was some good, well-shot stuff where they're in the gyrosphere and the thing's attacking yeah. them. That's good. Um, the the Chris Pratt Raptor stuff is hokey. Hokey, it... it I hate the fact, so my biggest gripes with this movie is, and I'll go quick, they didn't let Chris, Pat, Chris Pratt be Chris Pratt. No, they didn't. And that character was trying to be Chris Pratt. It was trying to be a little bit star Lordy, a little bit serious. Right. And they, they rolled it, they reeled it in too much. Um, the, uh, and the other big thing is the, the CGI does not look good. It really doesn't. Especially on the T-Rex. That no. t- they're like, oh, this is the same T-Rex from the original movie. It's like, as fuck, don't look like it. Right. For a movie that came out in 2015, um, it doesn't didn't really hold up. Well, guess uh, guess what movies got worse CGI? Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. yeah. So following that up, of course, now we're gonna have even more films. Yes. Um, that movie. They keep making money. I try real hard to justify wanting to like this it movie. It's not good. There there is there is some redeeming stuff from uh from the first one, yeah. from the first Jurassic World. Um. So Fallen well, Kingdom. The, it's well directed, well shot. The the story is god awful. It's garbage. And so, I have a fun theory here. I think I've told this to you, but I haven't told this to the audience. So, little fun fact: we all know that Colin Trevorrow was on tap to write and direct Episode Nine yes. of Star Wars. Um, he at the time he was writing um, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, or maybe he had already had it written when he was writing Episode Nine. So. Kathleen Kennedy, who is the uh, head of Lucasfilm. Her husband, Frank Marshall, is the producer of the Jurassic World films. I don't feel like there's any coincidence that they saw the shit storm, the shit piece of shit that Fallen Kingdom was and whatever, whatever he was churning in as scripts to episode nine. And they're like, we got to axe this now before we go further down the road. 
Yeah, before if he, he, he called up his wife up. and be like, hey, Kathy, you, we got to nip this in the bud. Yeah. You can't let this guy do episode nine. Yeah. I, I, that sounds really bad, and I hope it's not the case. I, I don't think he's made another movie. He's writing, he's writing um, and directing. Um, he's writing and no, he, I don't know if he's directing. Uh, the third Jurassic World. I think he might be. He is. That. I think he is. Yeah, yeah he's, he's he co-writing is. it with the with the woman who wrote the Godzilla reboot. Okay. Um, and uh, but still, I mean, I'll see it just because I'm a Jurassic slut fanboy. <laughs> 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 Jurassic slut is that what the fans call themselves? I was gonna say Jurassic know. Park slut. I know a Jurassic slut fanboy. Wow, yeah, that's all a right, keeper. Then. Jurassic slut. All fan right, boy. so um, anyway, that's... so so how do I come to terms with this franchise? I don't. I'm pissed off about it. I'll see every film that comes out because you're a slut, and because they're going to always pull at my heartstrings a little bit like oh here's the old Jurassic Park Jeep in this movie. Yeah, I'll bop it up and Here's but a brontosaurus this, dying in a this, cloud of smoke. They need to drive the stake in with this third Jurassic World movie. They need to stop. They need to stop, 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 stop. If anything, I want uh, an alternate universe movie <laughs> where Jurassic Park, the first one, works and they digitally de age all the actors and everything works fine and they all have a great trip and uh, have Mark Reed at the end. That's yeah. the only sequel I'm interested in. Yes, a little fan service, but I'll, I'll take it's it. It's all fan service. So. That's another good example of a franchise that kind of took a turn for the worst. It didn't kind of. It it did. It's my baby, and it's it's just circling the drain at this point. It, it is because I'm the last one was really really bad. Yeah, the um, CGI was terrible. It is, it's, so it's, even the score wasn't as good. Yeah. So with that, let's let's go on the opposite end of the spectrum. Let's go with a franchise that um, has gotten better um, with the preceding oh. entries into the franchise, and okay. that would be Mission Impossible. Um, the first one came out, I think, 96, I want to say, Tom Cruise, and uh, great movie. It's um, very different from the ones that came after it um, in terms of, I'd say, tone and, and, and scale, but um, it spawned, we're up, what, on our sixth, I think, uh, Fallout was the sixth one? I have no idea. I've only ever seen the first one Which and I find Fallout. hard to believe, because the Fallout was excellent, um, and the first one is excellent. Yeah, the, let's see. The second one, I think the second one was the weakest one that I can think of. And I've seen them all. I've seen them all in the theater. And let's see. Let's see how many we got now. So six. Yeah, so we got six. So Fallout, which came out last year in 2018, was the sixth in the franchise. So you had uh, the first one came out in 96. In 2000, the second one came out. That one, I believe, was Ang Lee. Uh, directed that one, I believe. Because Angley did one of them, and then J.J. Abrams did another. Yes, okay, yeah, because I think J.J. came back for the... Th- he, he did the third one, and that's when they kind of started to, to go on the uptick. Um, so Mission Possible 3 was good, and then it kind of took a break there for a few years, and then Ghost Protocol came out in Brad 2011. Bird, right? uh, yes, and that's when it really started taking off. Um, and... Rogue Nation came out a few years later after that, and then Fallout most recently. The past three have been incredible. Absolutely incredible action movies. Tom Cruise is a maniac doing all these crazy stunts at his age. This guy's like my dad's age, which is crazy. Um, and my, my, my dad can barely vacuum without throwing his back out. This guy's jumping off rooftops, shattering his ankle. So it is constantly improving somehow. Um, 
you kind of have this core group of people now that they have in the cast that really, I think, has have really kind of gelled together really nicely. And uh, they just keep telling good stories and making very interesting, just enjoyable action movies. So there's not really much else to say about that. I know, since Matt, you've only seen a couple of those movies. I but loved Fallout. I loved that. That was so yeah, much fun. It was good. Yeah. You should d- definitely do yourself a favor and watch... Um, some of the other ones, they're they're enjoyable. They're never on streaming, but if no. they will, I, I will check it out. Yeah, I think Paramount is that Paramount. Paramount's always a little weird with yeah. That stuff. Um, but yeah, that, that's a good example of a of a franchise that has gotten better with age and better with subsequent uh, releases, which is rare because typically things start to get a little tired. You know, it's, it's the same old premise or it's the same old you know whatever, and then it's just kind of be like, hey, you know what, I'm I'm done with these characters. Let's let's move on to something else. But this kind of finds a way to reinvent the wheel every time. Yep. It, miraculously so, because it really is a rare thing. Um, so this kind of leads us into a, another action franchise that really has not gotten better at all with uh, as it's kind of gone on in time, and that would be the Die Hard franchise. Now, Matt, what Die Hard movies have you seen? I have seen the first three. Okay. Honestly, that's all you need to see. I love all three. They are incredible movies. The, the The first one and the third one, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Die Hard with a Vengeance is my favorite Die Hard movie. Cause, mostly because Sam it, Jackson. It's my second favorite. Okay. I, I really like that one. Um, yeah, Jeremy Irons playing the uh, the Gruber brother. Yeah. Um, that, another big blonde German asshole, I think, was his henchman. Um, not blonde, but yeah, another big German asshole. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who he was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that's great. I, I love it. Um. I love the 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 games he has them playing the riddles, yes. all yes. the distractions. That's great. Um, Bruce Willis and Sam Jackson being the unlikely buddy cops. Their their dynamic is fantastic. Their interplay is amazing. Sam Jackson is always a treat. And this this is actually when Bruce Willis was you know trying uh, with this franchise uh, to make it good. Um, incredible movies. I mean, have you seen any of the new ones though? Yes, uh, I think I saw. They put out what. Uh, two or three, um, um, two. Die- uh, it was Die Hard, um, Live Free or Die Hard, and what else? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to remember because Be Hard. <laughs> yes, yes. Live Free or Be Hard. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's probably the the porn parody. That's, that's a conundrum. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely. <laughs> but um, no, I, I saw. I think I've seen all but one of them. No, I've got no interest. Um, I don't know. They're fun action movies, but Live Free or Die Hard, A Good Day to Be Hard. <laughs> good, a Good Day to Die Hard, yes. That was the most recent one, 2013. The, the best way to uh, enjoy the new Die Hard films is just put, um, replace Die with just, B. Yeah, you know, dick jokes always make things funnier. So, you know. Hey, when they're, uh, when they're this not interesting, you got to do what you got to do. Yes. Um. Yeah. Let Let's cut cut bait on this one because I think the first three are really good. Uh, they're fantastic. Yeah. And they yeah. and they never should have continued making them after that. You know. It's it's just they did not work at all for me. I didn't I didn't see the most recent one because Live Free or Die Hard was to me a dumpster fire of a movie. Did not like it at all. They made a PG thirteen, which completely takes anything out of it. It neutered the entire movie. You, yeah. you just can't. And they tried to 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 rectify that with um the last one and it still didn't work. Bruce Willis is too old. Just phoning it in. 
I mean, yeah, it's like the, this character, he's not Tom Cruise. No, yeah, so exactly. It's like he's the, freaking the, nature. This character is a New York City cop right. who just happens to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Every time. And that's why that's why the first three work because yeah, it's like- he's, he's an everyman. He's, yeah, he's not some, yeah. you know- um, He's not a superhero, basically. Exactly. He's, just, he's just a fucking cop. Yeah, he's, he's like, just God damn guy. it, this shit again. Yeah, yeah, he's like, why the fuck does this keep happening to me? Yeah. But um, yeah, that, that, that one really took a hard, a die hard nosedive into, into shit. Um, so yeah, that one can go live free and just die. <laughs> and, um, let's see, let's put, uh, you want to queue up the next one? Um, next one on, um, the list that I see from, I spy with my little eye, a franchise about a plucky young, uh, Italian stallion, um, played by Sylvester Stallone. Damn right. Um, the Rocky, yes, um, yes, films who, who that you are woefully, woefully yeah. mis. I've only ever seen uh, not misinformed, but uh, certain gaps in your viewing. You can call it a gap. You could call it. I've seen Rocky Four on basic cable when I was twelve. That's it. <sighs> that is that is fucking shameful. I'm yeah. sorry. sorry. There, there's no reason that you have, should not have seen all of these movies at least six times, like I have. Um, eh. every single Rocky movie, for the I, exception of the fifth one, are are good. I the idea of a boxing movie just does not interest me. Really? No, I don't like Cinder, the sport. Cinderella Man, another good boxing movie. I don't like Raging the sport. Bull. I don't like the it sport. It doesn't like you. How about that? It does not like you. Fine, I don't want to get punched. <laughs> You're about to if you don't start watching the fucking Rocky movies. <laughs> All right, no, Rocky one, no, Oscar-winning movie, know, masterpiece. I know I need to watch them. I'm sure I'll like them when I see them. It's I mean, just, at this point, it's like, I've got so many movies to watch. True. Ro- just Rocky, and it's like, oh my God. Rocky is, is a franchise like, oh my God, that guys. is one of those ones that you it's, you have to you recommend it to everybody, in my opinion. Um, have you seen any of the Creed movies? Because I'll consider that part of the Rocky franchise. It's no. in the same universe. No, That's I've it. seen one boxing movie, and that is, no, I've seen two. I've seen um, Rocky Four, and I saw the Hurricane with Denzel Washington, where he's not even boxing; he's just trying to get out of prison. Wow, wow! <laughs> I'm about to film a boxing movie right now. Me beating the shit out of you for not seeing this movie. All um, right, well, I, I, that's that's a franchise that is damn near close to perfect for me. Um, the first two Rocky movies, because they play right into each other, are amazing. Rocky Four again, amazing. The third one's good. Um, not as good as the as the fourth one or the first two, the fifth one, not very good, and then the it just sort of died after that for like twenty years, um, and then it came back with Rocky Balboa, which was a good kind of capper on the character and and his career and everything like that, um, but then recently in the past few years they've released the Creed movies, which is about Apollo's son, and they have been excellent. Um, both of them are really really good movies. Highly recommend them. So. Speaking of kind of close to perfect franchises or perfect franchises, let's move on to the next topic. Yeah. Um, we are, uh, we've talked about some franchises that have kind of swirled the drain and gone in the shitter, so to speak. Definitely waned in their later years. Yeah, but not all franchises do that. No. Uh, so why don't we touch base on a few that uh, we feel are either, you know, Perfect's a tough word to throw out. Yeah, but like, nothing's truly perfect, but damn near close. That are like we watch all of these movies and all of the all of the movies within the franchise. We love them all. We enjoy them all. 
Um, they either get better, each one gets better, or they they are all they're all good movies. Would, would not hesitate to watch any of them. So right. and they form like a, a a complete story. Yes, or or they are performing a complete story. Exactly. If they're still going. Um, so the first one is short and sweet, and God help me if they ever remake this. Uh, Back to the Future. I I will literally lose my mind if they decide to reboot this. I wore out my VHS copies. We had recorded this off the TV um, when I was younger. Oh, yeah, at the back of the Only the first and third one, though. I didn't have the second one. Okay. So I rarely got to see the second one, but I wore out my copies of the first and third one. And the second one, I love it now. Own the Blu-rays now. They are, um, oh, man, they're so good. I'd say the second one is definitely my least seen and least favorite. Um, I love it. Yeah. But the first one, uh, it's a it's a, it's a perfect movie for me. And I really love the third one. I love the whole Western thing. Oh, yeah. It's just so good. Buford. Um, Buford Tannen. Buford, yeah. That's, it's, it's great. Um, He's fucking Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. It, it's, it, it is a perfect trilogy. I mean, it is, it is a, a complete story beginning to end tells tells the tale it wants to tell and the arc is complete by the end it does a fantastic job honestly some of the best time travel um i've ever seen in a movie yes you know movie tv show or otherwise because it, it touches on the consequences right it doesn't exactly. just blow them off right like doctor who does it a little bit but a lot of times they just blow off real life yeah. like yeah fuck it and they have happens. something like a show like star trek that uses it as a plot device every other week and completely just doesn't give a fuck and they just do whatever the hell they want yeah. and i love star trek but they do that shit all the time yep so no it does it well the the cast is brilliant yes. um great directing by zemeckis um the score yeah Come on now. Yes. al silvestri mm-hmm. hell yeah yep, yep yep love them um so let's move on to another one um another one that's kind of good from start to finish um animated uh pixar toy story okay yeah yeah yes. um now uh which they are making a fourth one yeah i'm sure it'll be great uh, i thought i be. thought they tied the bow on the third one great i thought that was a great way to lead into a possible new fourth one because you're the kids donating uh his his toys to a, a young girl um, grown men weeping is usually a good way to end a uh a movie franchise oh it was great and i i saw it i didn't even have um I wasn't even a father then, so God knows next time I see it. It'd be a mess. Um, the the end scene of Toy Story 3 where they're all like, I remember um, I saw this in the theaters with my wife, and uh, they're sitting there in the uh, in the incinerator. Oh, God. And they're, all, they're, they're all getting out, and I'm sitting, I'm like, okay, how are they going to get out of this? Blah, blah, blah. It's another escape. You know, it's like, it's enjoyable, fun, but then it's like, they, 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 the resignation. They went for it, and they resigned. Yeah. It was yeah. a resignation, yep. and they all just looked at each other and held their hands, Ugh. ready to Stop die it. as friends. Stop it! I mean, I looked at I looked at Karen, and she was just like, she was like, her mouth was agape, and yep. it was like there, it was so emotional. Yes, uh, we we immediately went back, and we took her brother to go see it. Um, like the next day, I couldn't wait to see it, but. No, that, that's a that's great start to finish. Um, I mean, talking about a franchise that's been around for since 1995. Yeah. We're both in our 30s now, our early 30s. So we were both kids when this came out. We are grown ass men now, and they're still making these movies. You're a father for crying out loud. Yeah, I don't have any little ones, but I still enjoy the hell out of these movies. And they just keep they keep making good ones. Yeah, I just don't. It's unbelievable. It, it, it's they they have a formula, and. They don't need to really deviate too much from it. No. So, I, God, I remember seeing Toy Story on ice 
back in the day. I mean, this is how long this has been around. It's I was toys nine, I was nine ice. years old when this came out. So <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just nuts. So anyway, moving on. Toy Story. Do yourself a favor if you want a good cry. Watch Toy Story three. So something interesting with these next two, these last two, we're going to touch on. Um, so these are franchises that um, actually have kind of a sibling franchise with them. Yes. Uh, the original being quote like classics, uh, fantastically done. Their um, little, uh, I don't know, what, stepchilds? Their little redhead stepchilds yeah. uh, sequels? You could say even cash grab opportunities by the studios, but whatever. I don't know about that. No, they weren't, but still. Kind of so the first, like one, the first one will be um, The Lord of Turing's. Yes, and I can't help but think of the conversation in Clerks 2 between... What is the better trilogy? Three movies of just people fucking walking. Yes, to a fucking All volcano. All they did was fucking walk in those movies. Yeah. Um, it is a great, great trilogy. Whether I like it more than Star Wars, the original Star Wars trilogy that is, eh, it's a tough one for me. I'd have to, I'd have to do some soul searching on that one. You've mentioned it now. All I can think of is Randall's line about how they, you know, 15 fucking endings to the movie. Oh, yeah. They should have just ended it with Sam giving Frodo that look. <laughs> just, yeah. Telling, hey guys, why don't you why don't you take a walk? <laughs> yeah, bricking. Yeah, we don't want to get uh, too. That's a pretty. We, we don't mind swearing on this podcast, but that one's pretty raunchy. So we'll keep it. Go uh, find YouTube as long yes. as you're not at work and search uh, Clerks Two Star Wars Lord of the Rings scene. It's um, a phenomenal scene. It's hilarious. Um, but yeah, I mean the Lord of the Rings uh, trilogy got immense it was, it was such a massive massive franchise massive films each one and and even better are the extended cuts that you can buy on the uh dvd and blu-rays because they add like each one has like an extra 30 minutes to the movie which actually really helps yeah. in a lot of cases um but obviously each one's like three hours long and, and even the theatrical cut of return of the king was over three hours if i recall yeah. um and i saw all these movies a couple times in the theaters back in high school i, th- I think it would be yeah yeah no it um Great. Uh, I I knew nothing of Lord of the Rings before. I okay. I made it a point to read Fellowship before I saw the movie. Oh, gotcha. Um, so that was good. But uh, the books are fina- are fantastic. They, they are. Really are. They are. Um, they shot all these at the same time, so yes. they didn't have a chance. Like if one was released, be like, oh, the reaction was so and so. Well, well, I think sh- they, they shot the, all. I think they shot the final two, uh, two towers and Turn of the King. I think they shot those back to back. Okay. Uh, Re- Fellowship of the Ring. I think they shot that one first, and then you know it, it obviously did great. They're like, all right, now now we can go ahead and, and do these other ones. Yeah. Um, I know they did something similar with the Matrix as well. Yeah, that's true. Um, talk about another franchise. Oh yeah, that's yeah. A, that's another conversation. So, um, and that kind of leads into so that that franchise is great. Yeah. Until you get to oh, we have our prequel, we have the Hobbits. Yes. Which actually the book the Hobbit book came out first. Oh yeah. Which honestly, they probably should start with the Hobbit. So, what are your thoughts on the Hobbit trilogy? Um, it didn't need to be a trilogy. No, I don't think so. Look, you you take three, you take a series like Lord of the Rings, three books, three pretty sizable books, not you know super huge tomes or anything, but there was a lot going on in each one. Yep, they each got a movie, and that was you know, and and you know, obviously, when you're ever adapting a a a book to film, there's stuff you got to cut out. You can't have everything. Otherwise, you'd have 10-hour movies, and no one's going to sign up for that. Right. So they did a good job of adapting the novels to a screenplay. Fantastic. They told the story they wanted to tell. They told the overarching story of the books. 
and, and did an incredible job. With The Hobbit, they took a single book, you know, three three hundred page book, maybe four hundred page book, and made it and stretched it as much as they possibly could into three movies, which was completely unnecessary. Um, was it um, what's the first one called? Uh, An unexpected unexpected journey. journey. Enjoyed the hell out of that. Um, then Desolation of Smaug. That was good. Mm-hmm. And then Battle of Five Armies didn't need to be its own movie. No, I agree. Um, I think I think that's two... the cash grab that I was talking about before. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, two movies here. Yeah. I think um, if you would have had the all of the events in these two um, rolled into one, yeah. or sorry, rolled into two movies, it would have been much better. Yeah, um, yeah I, I like you. Like you, I enjoyed Unexpected Journey. Um, the battle at the end was a little wonky, but it was fine. Yeah. Um, and, and in the book, that's like one of my favorite scenes in the book is that whole battle yeah you know that's yeah but um the uh surprisingly how much worse the effects are in the hobbit trilogy than lord of the rings trilogy it's weird it's like weird. it did not it's like they were using the same technology from when they made the the lord well, of the rings movie I but think, worse i think if i were to guess because weta this, did this both is, this is just a guess is there were significantly more vfx on the hobbit yeah. Because I think I think they were more spread thin. They were because they had so much more practical effects. But obviously, it's cheaper at that point when you did the Hobbit trilogy to just do it all VFX. Exactly. And so a soundstage somewhere. If I were to guess, that's probably what happened. Um, Desolation of Smaug. I actually really enjoyed that the last half hour once they reach the mount. Right. Uh, mount. Um, it's not Doom. It's the um, the the dwarf mountain. The mountain under the moon, or whatever <laughs> it's called. <laughs> the lonely mountain. Yes. Um, once they reach that and then the whole um, Bilbo and Smaug um, the Sherlock and uh, Watson uh, interaction was uh, brilliant yeah yeah that was good that's kind of a nice on screen but yeah the, the, thir- the third one didn't need to be there no, um, no I forgot Guillermo that's, del Toro was yes, going to do this originally yes. and he Can had to drop out what we would have gotten for that that would have been yeah, I wish we would have yeah, um, it definitely would have been a different take yeah sure. so they're not the Hobbit movies aren't bad. Um, I enjoy watching them every once in a while. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's not Evangeline Lilly's character was she in the book? No, she okay. was. She was. I, I, I was happy with that addition. Yeah, that character no, she was, was great. I like I like her as an actress though too. So yeah, but um, yeah, it definitely need to be three movies. Um, and again, it's 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 those are films I can go back and watch and enjoy. Yep. But where it went from Lord of the Rings to that quality wise. It was a it was a pretty significant dip for me. Right. Um, the, the the Lord of the Rings trilogy is just so masterful, in my opinion, um, in terms of its ever of everything really. For sure. So I think that leads us into a, another fantasy series, which I know you're definitely more um, well versed on than I am. Yes. Um, because you've seen all the, every single film that's been released in it and that would be harry potter favorite franchise is it yeah so jurassic okay. park is not my favorite franchise it's my favorite movie favorite movie as far as franchise okay uh start to close it's it's harry potter okay. um so i think it's pretty obvious the reason that these movies work um they were christopher columbus um launched this with the first two um i think getting those first two movies into the right hands was key and they did he did he, a great job he followed the book uh, very closely, uh, which is easy to do. He followed the book very closely, which is easy to do because they're great books, uh, and uh, they stuck very close to all the all of the descriptions in the books, which was key because if you want to get 
fans on board, they're expecting to see the book on film, which, right. which is what they got. Um, so the reason this franchise works is because you have the stories written and they're written fantastically. Um, so as you go along, you get great filmmakers. Um, you get fantastic sets that are built once and they stay there through the rest um, of the filming. Um, yeah, the continuity is, is a major factor in it. Um, have, other than the Dumbledore change, only because um, the actor passed away. Right. Um, Michael, the, Gambon did, I, Michael Gambon did a good job as Dumbledore. No, I, I actually enjoy his Dumbledore a little more. Okay. Uh, Kara would kill me if she heard me. Uh, my <laughs> wife would kill me if she, if she heard me say that. But just because, you know, she, Richard Harris was her Dumbledore yeah. from the books. And um, I can see that. But at some I, time, I really like Richard Harris as, as Dumbledore. I just don't see a Richard Harris. kindly Har- old man. I just don't see, especially in the later books, especially like in Order of the Phoenix. When Where he, he shows goes hardcore. When Dumbledore. he shows down with uh, Voldemort in the yeah. ministry. I don't see Richard Harris being like, I'm like, going to go fight this man now. Kind of, exactly. Like that, 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 that duel was, was something. I, I feel yeah. like if he Richard... He had that really calm demeanor. If, if Richard Harris had to do that duel, it's like, I wonder if it, was, it, had, it would have had to have been like a stunt like double. Like obvious stunt double, just some it's, dude with a beard. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but no, that, that franchise from start to finish is amazing. We watch it every year around Christmas time. Right, a lot of people do. Um, brilliant. Uh, that being said, we have our... Um, kind of sister franchise to that with Fantastic Beasts. Which I've not seen any of them. I've seen most of the Harry Potter films. I think the only ones I haven't seen, I think, are Half-Blood Half-Blood Prince. Prince. I can't just try saying that one. And uh, Deathly Hallows. Uh, Half-Blood Prince is fantastic. Is it? Yeah. Uh, We'll we'll do probably more Harry Potter-centric episodes as we go along, I'm sure. But... um, Maybe actually once I've seen them all. You need to watch them. I know, I know. I have access to them, I know. I just gotta do it. But, uh, but you know, Fantastic Beasts. So here's the interesting thing about Fantastic Beasts is they're written by J.K. Rowling. Right. The author of the Harry Potter books. And so it's a surprise. The first Fantastic Beasts was actually quite good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed moving the franchise to a different uh, time, um, to a different location, uh, seeing what the United States ministry was like in the 20s. I, lo- I love that idea. Yeah, it was really done well, too. Um <laughs> Kind of a Lord of the Rings, the Hobbit vibe. The, the CGI in Fantastic Beasts is is garbage compared to yeah. the Harry Potter trilogy, and it's not like there's much more. You gotta wonder why though. I, I don't get it. I don't. Um, I really don't. And it, it it's distracting. There's there's CGI and that you know is CGI. You watch uh, Avengers and you know what's you know Thanos is not real, but it's not distracting. It blends in. Right. Uh, watching this, the CGI is distracting because it's like that looks like garbage. Well, because it's it's so heavily um, dependent on the creatures, correct? I mean, and those more have less. to be CGI, more or less. Yeah. Um, the first one's enjoyable; it's very good. The second one we just watched not too long ago, man. It's like that one, yeah, because this franchise is still ongoing. Right. So the second one could, was not on, as a standalone was a big bowl of question marks for me it was like why was this movie made what was the point of making this i've heard that from a lot of people basically that this film almost seems like it was entirely a setup piece yes um you know titled crimes of grindelwald but very little grindelwald in the movie um johnny depp actually did did really well playing the character i just don't it depends where they go with this If, if 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 they kind of step it up 
and they close the loops on this movie in ways I would hope they would, then I could see this movie being much better in the long run. But right now, it's like, man, I just don't see the need for three more three more movies. So how many do they have planned? Yeah, five oh, five wow. films in the franchise. Okay. So anyway, that's still kind of an open open uh, book, but we'll see. Um, funny enough, one that we're not going to touch on yet, but we'll touch on maybe six years from now. Uh, I just want to throw this out there for laughs, is the, the future Avatar franchise. Oh, Christ. <laughs> that's going to be another episode. Yeah, it is. Uh, but that'll be a franchise one day. Yeah, I guess. Uh, you know, uh, uh, will it be great? Will it be terrible? Another major, major franchise that we've omitted um, today because this it could literally be a whole series. Men is, in Black. Yeah, exactly, man. You read my mind. No, Star Wars. You fool. Uh, um, that's just too much to get into today. Um, I would yeah, say. Yeah, there will be. Um, yeah. We didn't cover it in our guilty pleasures podcast, but you know, I I, I have a a heart for the prequels um, yeah. that most people don't. But um, my my stance has softened with age a bit. I mean, granted, I told you I saw those movies multiple times in the theaters when they were released because yeah. I was just kind of wowed. But then it's like you get older, and you start thinking, oh, yeah, you know. And and Star Wars is interesting because on on this podcast we kind of talked about franchises that either were started great and then did a nosedive, right. or ones that have been great throughout, ones that have gotten better and better. Star Wars is not that. Star Wars has got its, it's hit peaks and, and valleys. Yeah, big time. Um, it sucks because I wish it wasn't. And considering how popular it is, you would think they it wouldn't. They'd all but, be phenomenal. But yeah, that's going to be an episode for another day. Yeah. And that's going to be the episode for today. So guys, thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Cinema Small Talk. Um, we will see you guys eventually. Give me a pregnant pause there for dramatic effect. Anyway, guys, thanks I was for looking at in. my phone. Okay, <laughs> yeah. fuck off. Leave yeah. me alone. So anyway, Matt, what? You have anything to say to the good folks out there? Um, no. Go go see a movie. Uh, go see Prometheus. Go see Predator. Go see everything we talked about today. Go watch the Harry Potters. Uh, go watch the the Hobbitses and tell us we're wrong. Tell us we're right. Right. I don't care. Subscribe to us. Go find us. Where on, can they find us? Um, S- Spotify, iTunes. Wherever you get your podcast at, Stitcher, I think is one. I don't know. I, I listen to I mine. Can't even on, keep up. I listen to mine on Google Podcast because I because Google owns our souls. My soul. No, well, most maybe. Of I don't know. Them. I think most of everybody's now at this point. Maybe I don't know. We will see. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll figure that one out on the next episode of Cinema Small Talk. I'm Pat. I'm Matt. Take care, guys. Bye.